0: jumbo loans. What is that? So, any house that seems expensive, does that mean it's a jumbo loan? Why are lenders and banks no longer doing them? Do we have any options? Is the luxury division completely toasted here? Today I have Ed Schwartz, a fan favorite to all in the region, breaking down some different options we might have to still close on luxury properties my name is Addie net this is mlo enjoy the show we are all trying to do this from home right ed i mean oh my gosh i'm even trying to figure out like oh all this technology and whatnot i'm supposed to be the one at it so thanks for uh bearing with us and hey welcome to the show everyone we have Ed Schwartz a fan favorite out there um Ed thanks for f- thanks for joining us on the MLO show today
1: My pleasure glad to uh, glad to answer any questions
0: Yeah and Ed um man the big topic of conversation is jumbo loans like are they done are they out there who's still doing them and I'm going to push back a lot today because we've got alternative ways to get transactions done guys. Um, and I'll do my best to kind of translate into a lot of that just general population translation. So Ed, what do, you, what do you see going out there with jumbo loans and how do you guys present an alternative solution for everyone?
1: Well, first of all, uh, who I am is I, I have off and on for about the last 20 years have worked for different home equity lenders. So the lender that I work for now is Symmetry Lending. Yeah. And uh, the way that we have been set up uh, for the last two or three years is uh, we do home equity lending behind first mortgages. Uh, But the crazy thing that has happened in the last few weeks is for the most part, jumbo lending has gone away. Okay. so as far as I know. There's not too many lenders out there that are still doing jumbo lending, the ones that are left are making it so tough and restrictive that 99% of the population cannot get a loan through, certainly not in a 45 or 60 day window.
0: Right, right. And Ed, just so that everyone out there who's not in the industry and watching and tuning in today, a jumbo loan is a loan that exceeds the uh, conforming limit within your county or state. So here where we are, Portland, that's five, 10, 400 amount borrowed, not the sales price, but the amount borrowed.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, certainly in Oregon and Southwest Washington, that leaves a big, big hole mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of homes, uh, that are, you know, in, in from 1.2, 1.4 million, all the way down to, um, six, 700,000, mm-hmm. uh, no longer have homes
0: yeah i mean especially that in portland area um i couldn't imagine seattle san francisco but us being a little more affordable in portland right so even that like low 600 doesn't get you a whole lot of house um and say you've got 10 percent down on a payment you're you're in jumbo land right
1: exactly exactly and and that's where we come in Mm -hmm. is uh we step up provide uh the difference between the five hundred and ten thousand dollar limit up to whatever your borrower needs. So assuming they can come up with ten percent down, we can step in all the way up to uh on our side up to a half a million.
0: Okay. Okay. So just to make make this once again educational for everyone, there would be two loans in that situation, right?
1: Correct. correct. Okay. So you'd have a first at five
0: hundred
1: and ten thousand uh second uh which we would provide, which would go all the way up to, could go up all the way up to
0: 500000 Okay. Okay. That's, that's really good to know. And that would be referred to as what? Like a second, a piggyback? What, what's the most common uh, terminology used these days, Ed?
1: I, I, I do hear piggyback quite a bit. Okay. So it, it's um, the second piggyback's onto the first, and it allows you to get your loan limit uh, up to where you need it to be.
0: Okay. And we got to make it clear for everyone to just compliantly. This is all educational. So it's there's certain credit requirements and different um, rules and guidelines per your loan officer. So if you were shopping in that say 600 um, or higher range, and you have that at least a 10% down payment, it's worth connecting with your loan officer. And your loan officer works with Ed in finding alternative ways to finance the home, even though you might've thought you were out of the market because quote jumbo loans are done. Anything to add to the way I just said that there, Ed?
1: No, I think you're spot on. Okay. And uh, there's, I mean, there's, a, there's a number of, um, there's a number of reasons why people used us. Jumbo lenders have been very, very restrictive for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had issues with, uh, the amount of reserves you have to have sometimes requiring that you have, uh, You know a year's worth of um you know if your monthly house payment is five thousand uh that you would have have to have um 12 months of that in reserves uh in terms of the way that they look at tax returns in terms of the way they uh look at um uh, a a number of ways that they underwrite Mm -hmm. so we we've always stepped in because of those reasons Uh, But now we're stepping up just because jumbos don't exist at all.
0: Right, right. And I think that's a really important thing to know, guys, because um, if you were in that price range and you were just stepping out and saying, hey, there's there's no way I could do this right now because of what you heard. There are some options out there. So once again, you know, there's product specific uh, guidelines per the loan officer and the lender that you're working with. But it's worth a call and it's worth checking out to see if this is an alternative option. Now, Ed, I'm going to bring this up because, you know, we start using the word second mortgage or piggyback and with everything that's going on with forbearance and late payments, a potential foreclosure market. So do any of these things kind of put us back into those things that a lot of people are concerned about? Or are there new kind of restrictions and guidelines that are preventing us from some of the bad decisions we made in the industry over a decade ago?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I can tell you that um, myself, and then there's a handful of companies have been a little bit more conservative. Okay. Uh, Historically the loans that got the second mortgages, the first mortgages that got everybody in trouble were the high higher, um, the lower down payment loans, okay. so loans where people had almost no skin in the game, mm-hmm. uh, our particular company, uh, around most of the country limits the lending to where people do need to come in with 10% down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so consequently the loans that we sell are performing incredibly well because, people have skin in the game. They'll right. do whatever they can to hold on to their loan, mm-hmm. their homes, their loans. Uh, so we have not had to have uh, pullbacks in the way that we underwrite and the way that we look at loans at this point. Okay. Having said that, there are a handful of second mortgage lenders that have gone out of the business in the last few weeks mm-hmm. or have, have left the marketplace. Um, yeah. but, uh, us and uh, and a handful of others are that have held firm to requiring a little bit more down are, 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 are doing well. And there hasn't been a whole lot of pullback at this
0: point. Yeah, that, you know, you mentioned that zero down or down payment assistance programs, you're seeing a lot of those wash away um, and be very challenging to even find a lender that's doing those these, these days similar to the jumbo. I call them like the bookend products, right? So, you're seeing those um, definitely dissolve as the market becomes a little more scarce and a little more tight on the guidelines. Um, What States exactly do you cover again, Ed? I'm just curious if like outside of Oregon, up in Seattle, up in San Francisco, could you give us some insight of what you're experiencing in those markets compared to Portland right now?
1: Right. So uh, we are mostly uh, in, I think probably 35, 40 States. I, 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 don't know the exact number right offhand. Sure. I personally just cover a couple of states. I cover Oregon, Southwest Washington. Uh, I am very familiar with Washington, California, Idaho, Montana. And um, so, you know, what I'm seeing in those states is the same thing that we're seeing here, but probably to a greater degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, in California, where it seems like a majority of loans are in the million, million and a half dollar range for a, mm-hmm. a, a lot of areas. Um, we've become even, uh, we've become very popular. Let me put it that way in the
0: last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting times. And I really am glad we took a little bit of time here to just bring you to the show, Ed. And, you know, on a personal note, a, a lot of people hold you in high regards. You've, you've been in the business for a very long time. I won't ask you how many years, but Um, Everybody loves you when your name comes up. So I was super excited to get you on here and encourage everybody. Hey, reach out to your lender that you're working with. Reach out to your real estate agent. um, And if your plan this year or next year was to buy a house and potentially um, you stopped looking because it was a jumbo market for you, there are some things to look at and there's some alternative options. Um, products out there, especially ones that Ed's uh, providing?
1: Well, yeah. And the one thing that I would say is um, right now, my best guesstimate is that the homes that are selling under 500,000, Fannie Mae still has, I I don't think Fannie Mae has really changed their rules a whole lot on those. Uh, But with the jumbo financing, washing away. I think that there's going to be some great opportunities for people who have been looking for their dream homes in the higher value amounts, Mm -hmm. the higher loan amounts. So uh, if I were looking to trade up, now would be a great time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that there's going to be a a lot more availability on the market, but uh, we shall see.
0: So what I'm hearing you say, just to like bring that into summary is, okay, so if less people are qualifying for say that you know, higher tier level home and potentially that turns into a little bit more of a buyer's market for that quadrant of a sales price. Meaning someone could upgrade to your point, um, just base it out of competition and eligibility to purchase the home.
1: Don't walk away out of fear right now.
0: So, yeah, I know we get that all the time too, with like, uh, people ask me, well, what, what, what should I offer under asking or blah, blah. And I think the tough thing is we're just in a market right now that we're all adapting and we're learning each day of where it's going. And one highlight on the media could change the temperature, not only of the buyer, but of the seller. Are you seeing that out there too?
1: You know, Addison, I, um, I, I being on the wholesale side, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, tend not to watch with that granular of a level yeah, uh, of, of detail. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, the one thing that I do know, uh, having been around as long as I have is any time that there's changes in the marketplace, uh, there are opportunities. Yeah. Um, and you know, Portland has been kind of a, a rough market to, Sometimes you find the perfect home, mm-hmm. and uh, you're bidding against maybe three or four people. And um, now might be a really great opportunity uh, to find your dream home mm-hmm. if, uh, if you're if you're out there looking.
0: You can make the move. All right, guys. Well, Ed, I want to thank you again for taking the time. It was a pleasure to have you on, and um, much appreciated. And I uh, hope you have a good rest of your day.
1: Back at you. Stay safe.